Welcome to NBA Talk with Isaac Wolf. I am your host, Isaac Wolf, and I want to start off by talking about the crazy thing that happened over the weekend. Kawhi Leonard signed with the Los Angeles Clippers, not the Lakers, the Clippers. And the Clippers were not done. No, no, no. No, they were not. They traded for Paul George. And no, they did not have to give up Kawhi. It wasn't a sign-in trade. They did not have to give up reigning six-man of the year, Lou Williams. They gave up Danilo Gallinari, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and five, count them, one, two, three, four, five first-round picks um, in return for Paul George. This is just crazy. Like, I figured Kawhi was going to sign with the Clippers. Um, but I did not see the Paul George trade coming. Nobody saw that coming. Um, but the Clippers... The Clippers knew, I think the Clippers knew what they were doing all along. Or maybe more like Kawhi knew what he was going to do all along. Um, But the league is just flipped upside down now. Um, I said, I did say that Kawhi's least likely chance of winning a title was if he joined the Clippers. However, the Paul George edition is a game changer. The Clippers are in contention now for an NBA championship next year. I mean, you just added the finals MVP who could have been a regular season MVP candidate if he did not have, if he did not, if he played the whole season, if he didn't do the load management thing. Um, and you also have a regular season MVP finalist in Paul George. Both are top five, maybe even top three two-way players in the league, I think. I think. Um, and look, th- that's going to be a hard duo to stop come April, May, and June of next year. We now have learned... Uh, ESPN's Ramona Shelburne reporting that Paul George requested a trade from Oklahoma City, saying, quote, OKC felt they had no choice but to find a deal to reboot rather than risk a bad situation all year long with an unhappy star. Kawhi Leonard also uh, recruited Paul George. He actually initially tried with Kyrie Irving, um, but that did not work out. Um, So he met with Paul George in L.A. earlier this week, and they talked about teaming up. Um, and it obviously worked. So that is that. It is truly a wide open league this year. I don't think it has felt this wide open. I don't think there's been this much balance in the league since LeBron James joined, uh, since before LeBron James joined the Miami Heat. Um, cause when LeBron was there, it was the, the, the Heat as the favorites and then the Warriors for the, for the next five years. So we have a great deal of balance in the league, and it is going to be a fun NBA season this year. I want to move on to free agent signings. Um, Basically, what happened after Kawhi signed was the Lakers filled in the rest of their roster after not getting him. That's basically what happened. They got JaVale McGee back, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Alex Caruso, Rajon Rondo, are all returning as well. They also added Danny Green, Quinn Cook, and Avery Bradley on two-year deals. And yes, they did get DeMarcus Cousins. We heard that there was not a market for him uh, this summer. Uh, So he had to settle for a one-year $3.5 million deal with the Lakers. This is a perfect chance for DeMarcus to show uh, that he's back, he's ready, he's healthy, and he can get some big money next summer. I like the move by Cousins. I'm glad he got a deal um, eventually with somebody. There were some uh, deals that weren't Lakers. I will get to those right now. Ivica Zubats 
re-signed for four years and $28 million to come back to the Clippers. He was a former Laker, was traded uh, midway through last year. Stanley Johnson re-signed with the Raptors, or did not re-sign. Stanley Johnson signed with the Raptors for two years and $7.5 million. He was on the Pelicans um, last year. He was a riv. He was on the Pistons for the first half of the year, then traded to the Bucks and the Pelicans um, at the trade deadline last year. Uh, the Raptors also got Rondé Hollis Jefferson on a one-year deal. Marcus Morris agreed to a three-year deal with the Spurs. He was the top uh, available free agent, in my opinion, uh, after Kawhi made his deal. Uh, so he's joining the Spurs. Jabari Parker is joining the Hawks on a two-year deal. Um, uh, Tyus Jones signed a three-year, $24 million deal with the Memphis Grizzlies. The Spurs uh, traded Davi Spartans to the Wizards to make room for Damari Carroll, uh, who reworked his contract um, and made it three years, $21 million, rather than two years, $13 million. Um, So they had to trade away Bertans to uh, get that money situation to work out. Giannis's brother, Tanasis Anadokounmpo, signed a two-year deal with the Bucks. Here's what the Bucks are doing with that move. <coughs> they are trying uh, to get. Uh, they are trying to give Giannis anything to just make him happy and stay with them, because obviously in two years he could become an unrestricted free agent. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me about this deal is, why don't you lock him up for three years? Because Giannis and Tanasis would be free agents at the same time. So you would think you would want him locked up for the next year to bring Giannis back for another year. Rather than just saying, oh, Tanasis can go his own way now. Giannis, do whatever you want. There's a possibility that he could leave the books. I really don't know. Maybe the Knicks. Well, we saw what happened this past summer, so maybe not. But uh, we will see what uh, unfolds with that. The Mavericks acquired DeLon Wright in a tra- uh, sign-in trade with the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies received two second-round picks in return. The Magic waived Timofey Mozgov. Um, and just earlier today, Jeremy Grant uh, was traded to the Nuggets in exchange for a first-round pick. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the Wizards also traded Dwight Howard to the Grizzlies for C.J. Miles. Um, and Memphis is planning to waive Howard. Uh, moving on to Andre Iguodala. Uh, it was thought that he would get bought out after he was traded to the Grizzlies. But Tim McMahon reported that the Grizzlies will look to trade Iguodala. The Rockets, Lakers, and Nuggets uh, are interested. And the Mavericks have also come up in this conversation. But Andre Iguodala is still a valuable contributor. Won a finals MVP, great locker room guy. He'll be a great pickup uh, for whoever signs him. I want to move on to Andre Iguodala's former team, the Golden State Warriors. There are uh, questions surrounding how good they will really be uh, next year. Obviously, they lost Durant. Uh, Clay's out for the majority of the year. They also lost Iggy and Quinn Cook, who are two important pieces off the bench. Uh, Some are questioning if they'll even make the playoffs. Bobby Marks uh, even said he doesn't think they will. Look, the Warriors won't be as good as they have been the past five years. 
but they will still be a very good and competitive team in the West. Do I think they'll be a top four seed and have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs? No. Um, but that doesn't mean they won't be uh, competitive. Uh, obviously, the departure of Katie and Iguodala hurt, as well as the clay injury. Um, but I still think this will be a playoff team next year. In my opinion, the Warrior, the talk about uh, the Warriors missing the playoffs is just ridiculous. This is the Warriors. They will find a way to get it done. They will make it work somehow. They are just such a well-run organization. I don't see them missing the playoffs. It doesn't make sense to me. We are going to take a little break. I will be back in just a few seconds. Welcome back to NBA Talk with Isaac Wolf. I am your host, Isaac Wolf, and I want to get to the Summer League, where the Pelicans uh, played the New York Knicks. Zion versus RJ. Sold out arena, and I'm not joking. A Summer League game was sold out. It was the most hyped Summer League game I have ever seen. It was really cool to see, actually, uh, how excited the fans were, how loud they were, and just the overall energy in the arena was something special. In the first quarter, Zion made his presence felt early by dunking four times in the first quarter alone. Those would be his only field goals, however, because in the second quarter, uh, Zion had knee-to-knee contact with a Knicks player. He came out of the game and uh, would not return. It was ruled a knee bruise, and the Pelicans are going to be overcautious with it. Um, He has been ruled out for the rest of the Summer League. Zion finished with 11 points on 4 of 9 shooting in just 9 minutes played. Obviously not what the sold out crowd was hoping for, but they did get to see a good amount of Zion dunks. Uh, One of them, Kevin Knox, I believe got the rebound. And maybe Mitchell Robinson got the rebound and passed it to Knox. One of the two. And Zion literally reached in, ripped the ball out of Kevin Knox's hands, took one power dribble, and went up and jammed it with two hands. It was... The crowd just blew up after that. It was pretty uh, insane, just the strength of Zion Williamson on full display uh, during that play. R.J. Barrett struggled uh, with just 10 points on 4 of 18 field goals. Uh, Not exactly the debut he was hoping for. Um, But I want to get to something more serious, because with about 7.53 remaining in the fourth quarter, uh, the Pelicans were up 80-74. A 6.9 to 7.1 magnitude earthquake hit about 150 miles northeast of Los Angeles in Ridgecrest, California. Uh, Now, the day before, there was a 6.4 earthquake followed by 1,400 aftershocks um, in that same area. And they were expecting another big quake. Um, And it just happened to be during uh, this game. Uh, The earthquake was felt in the Thomas and Mack Center where the game was being played. Uh, Mark Jones, who was doing the broadcast on ESPN, play-by-play announcer, said that he could see the floor moving to the left and to the right beneath him. And then he and Doris Burke, uh, who was with him uh, as the color analyst, looked up and saw the big jumbotron and speakers swaying back and forth above the court. Um, And when you see something like that, I mean, really all you can feel is concern for everyone there. You uh, hope that the scoreboard doesn't sway more and eventually fall to the ground. Uh, But thankfully, uh, nothing was damaged, nobody was hurt, but this was felt 
247 miles away from the epicenter in, Ridge, in Ridgecrest, California, um, which, I, which I said as before, um, the day before had the 6.4 earthquake with 1,400 aftershocks following it. Uh, the game was postponed, um, so the Pelicans uh, won the game. It was announced as the final score. Um, the Nuggets-Suns game, which was scheduled for right after the Pelicans and Knicks game, uh, was postponed as well. They will not reschedule that uh, right next door. In fact, it's attached to Thomas and Mack Center by a hallway. The Cox Pavilion, where the Magic and Spurs were playing at the time, felt the earthquake as well. There was a brief delay in play. However, the, t- the teams kept on playing um, because there was not uh, as much of a concern because there was not a big jumbotron swing. Uh, there were no speakers or anything like that up there. Um, so they kept playing until uh, the game was stopped for precautionary reasons. Um, in Los Angeles, during the Dodgers Padres game, you could see it was felt there too. The foul ball poles were shaking, the cameras uh, were out of control. However, the teams kept playing through it. In fact, some of the players didn't even know what was happening, uh, which seems hard to believe. Uh, but remember, this is common in the in, in this area, in that California area. Uh, but it's still just crazy to think that you don't even know an earthquake's going on. Uh, Rashad Evans, during his UFC Hall of Fame induction in Las Vegas, was giving his speech uh, when the stage shook there. Obviously, this was felt near and far. Uh, There were no injuries in the sports world, which we are thankful for. Um, However, there were significant reports of structure fires, a building collapse, and there were multiple injuries uh, reported, but no fatalities. So we are thankful for that, and we pray everyone uh, affected by this. Uh, We pray for them, that they will be kept safe throughout this time. But on a night where we came in talking about the hype for Zion Williamson and his debut against his former college teammate, R.J. Barrett, and the sold-out crowd at the Thomas & Mack Center, maybe the biggest game in summer league history, we leave talking about an earthquake, which is something bigger than basketball. Uh, Just a crazy turn of events that night. Uh, We are just glad that everyone is okay. Summer league play has resumed. Um... Uh, teams are playing right now, um, and it's uh, we expect to have a fun rest of the summer league. To wrap up today, this day in NBA history, uh, in 2011, LeBron James shocked the sports world by announcing uh, via a live ESPN special the decision that he would be leaving the Cleveland Cavaliers and, quote, taking his talents to South Beach and joining the Miami Heat. Happy birthday. Oh, wait, never mind. There are no current NBA players, no current active NBA players with a July 8th birthday. Uh, I will say this, Zion Williamson's birthday was this past Saturday, so happy late birthday to him. Uh, We will be back tomorrow with another podcast.